And we're back on the KYMN Morning Show. Joining us now in our studios is uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Martig. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming in. Welcome to Defeat of Jesse James Days. (laughs) Yes. It's under, or will be underway. We still have about four hours and 38 minutes. Nice. uh, I love the countdown. The countdown has begun. Yeah. Fantastic. uh, We're about to... Invite in so many amazing people to our community to showcase what yeah. Northfield really has to offer, right? You bet. Everybody, deep breath and let's go. <laughs> okay. uh, you had a, a council meeting last night, and we've talked yeah. about uh, this ongoing uh, budget talks. Uh, and that's uh, what it uh, ended up being is mainly a work session uh, mm. to talk about uh, the budget and the tax levy and such. We'll get to that in just a moment or so. But part of that was addressed in uh, the regular meeting, and uh, a big part of that, and that was uh, the NAFRS budget uh, got approved. Uh, tell us uh, tell us a little about that. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So as you all know, and I know that you've had Tom Nelson, our new fire chief, uh, full-time fire chief, uh, into the radio station talking about what things that they're working on, and it's really quite impressive. They are taking the department really in... Um, Ensuring that our community is as safe as possible and doing more proactive things to ensure that we don't have unnecessary fires in our community because, quite frankly, they're destructive and very (laughs) disruptive, right? And uh, Northfield, primarily, funds about 73% of the total operations and capital equipment needs for the NAFRS budget, which is a joint powers agreement, so funded by Northfield our rural townships, and the city of Dundas. So it's just, it's that partnership. We have five board members uh, from the city of Northfield that sit on that that board that's comprised of Dundas officials and the rural fire um, board members. So it's, it's really just a great opportunity. And uh, I'll let Ben take it over. I've talked no. a lot. Here we go. <laughs> no, I agree with the mayor. Um, I, you know, I think uh, Mr. Nelson, our new chief, has has came into the council and talked, and really things are going very well, and uh, really focused on kind of the business of the operations. And he's spending a lot more time, as the mayor said, on preventative type of work. I think it also his more time for management actually strengthens the paid on call uh, fire service as well as the volunteer uh, rescue service part of the programming, which I think is a value that that we have too, and we haven't we aren't really seeing that trend in the rest of uh, the state, particularly in the metro, where they're really going to more full time uh, staff departments. So it's more cost effective to invest in a little bit in supervision and some people to help oversee it. And the chiefs delegated some of the uh, responsibilities down to some of the um, uh, some of the officer positions, and uh, so it's it's really going well with uh, NAFERS and uh, budgets pretty much staying the same as last year. Except for the new piece of pumper equipment that's about a half a million dollars, which that's that's really the big big cost besides kind of the operational. The equipment cost is very expensive and continues to be a challenge, pricing going up on yeah. those kinds of things, too. Yeah, and absolutely essential that we fund those pieces of equipment. I just remember uh, attending an open house at our fire department and Sean Simonson, who has a multiple dual roles here in our community with fire and within our city engineering department. He was demonstrating what it took these days. There was some cutter or something that he needed to be able to get someone out of a vehicle and having a piece of equipment that can cut through uh, the, I don't know what you call it, 
uh, the a jaws Subaru. of life, or uh, yeah, it's it, it's like it, you cannot have flimsy pieces of equipment because otherwise you can't get people no. out, and so you need to stay up to date and uh, change with how cars are being made and ensure that when you arrive on scene that you've got the equipment necessary to be able to rescue the people that you're there to rescue. Yeah, the uh, uh, cars are made now with uh, more high-tech uh, metals, yeah. and the metallurgy has uh, really evolved, and it's, uh, it makes uh, the rescue scene totally different. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about the budget. Uh, last night you moved uh, to uh, upstairs uh, to the... Uh, uh, training. It was a training room to uh, work on the uh, budget, a little more room up there. Um, ben, maybe you can start us off by just telling us, uh, reminding everyone where you're at in that process and what was the uh, purpose for last night's uh, work session. Yeah, two major pieces uh, as we head into a key milestone coming up is the uh, end of September, the second regular meeting in a couple of weeks. We'll have to set the maximum preliminary tax levy proposed for next year. And a, and a budget that corresponds with that that can the budget can be adjusted, but we can't go higher than that that rate. So uh, there was two things I would say that the council looked at. Uh, one was uh, we re- reexamined the utility funds and the sewer rates in particular um, as we did a new rate analysis. And then the second piece of that was st- starting to look at some multi-year forecasting of of tax levy impact potentially being driven really by some pretty big street reconstruction projects, which we know we have strong needs out there related to keeping our surfaces of our roads and the other infrastructure in good condition or keeping it in a similar condition to what we have across the city. So we look to see what, over the number of years going forward, what the debt might look like on some of that, uh, really in kind of a multi-year, like 10 years out, really looking at that financial planning. So those were the two primary pieces, and maybe the mayor could kick it off with the Mm -hmm. sewer um, discussion first related Mm -hmm. to the adjustments that we had. we got a lot of major investments going on our sewer fund, and we do have some rate adjustments to maximize Mm -hmm. or to tie with that. Mm -hmm. Yes, and we looked at that, and it turns out that it's maybe about a dollar increase, uh, the proposed rate increase to ensure that we're funding that the inf- you're looking at me you're kind of smiling Jeff. <laughs> I was just say let's let's do this and then let's get the conversation out of the sewer okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm planning a bad oh. joke uh, yeah, yes. for another one minute oh. but no tell us about it it is it's, important and uh, it we is. it is going to cost us a, a little bit more another dollar yeah here. yeah so the we have a 14.4 million dollar project that's currently underway right and as Ben has talked about we've got some major reconstruction projects that are going to be hitting uh, the levy here, but they're really important. You can't not take care of your infrastructure. And over the next 10 years, we've got about $18.7 million planned uh, for updates. And uh, I just really appreciate the long-range planning here. Last night, we saw 10, 10 years out for some of these things. And it's when you look that far out, then you can start to see you know, how much do you need to be setting setting aside each year to ensure that you've got all of your infrastructure planned for in the future to stabilize the levy impact so that you don't have really steep spikes in your levy? That's not what we ultimately want. Sometimes you can't. Um, it's difficult to not have those, but we're wor- really working towards stabilizing those levy impacts. And reconstructions, when you have those hitting the levy, it's a little bit difficult to... Uh, ensure that we don't have those spikes, which is what we're kind of dealing with now, I would say. 
Uh, once again, Mayor Pownell and City Administrator Marty are, uh, are joining us. Uh, moving on to some of the other areas of the budget, what was the next area of focus, did you say? Yes, yeah, so the other piece was the um, uh, multi-year forecasting related to debt and operations that would be sort supported by tax levy. So again, unfortunately, in Minnesota, we other than getting some state aid fund uh, funds that we get, a lot of our operations are covered through the property taxes and kind of similar looking at the sewer fund kind of as a model we talked about that as we really want to get to the point where we're doing multi-year forecasting 10 years out looking at a uh, infrastructure needs and facilities so we had a carryover discussion a little bit on we've analyzed the equipment needs facilities and park uh, needs of just maintaining what we have and we're a little uh, behind and so the council is trying to find ways to phase in some increases in that mm -hmm. incrementally to try and keep some of that cost down as the mayor said to keep it a little more flat um, unfortunately we've got some other infrastructure that's hitting us at the same time but on on those we're looking at a few uh, percentage increases and uh, working through how much to get to but we're probably looking at three three to five years to kind of get where we need to be on that and so we're looking to say should we do that now can we wait a little bit longer to do some of that but i don't think anybody disagrees you need to take care of what you've got for replacement otherwise it's just going to make the problem worse but broadly with that too the the council also wanted to see the bigger picture so that debt forecast we have really the big thing that's been that's hitting us in next year 2024 we have three major street projects and two reconstructions and then um, one pretty big uh, reclamation project so we have wall street road certainly we need to have some improvements to that surface and connectivity to our neighborhoods college street and water street project um, those streets just have some really poor failing conditions streets if you go through there that's overdue on that one it's one of the probably six percent of our streets that are in a poor kind of failing condition uh, and then jefferson um Parkway, the mill and overlay that will include the Milltown State Trail, which we're leveraging $8 million in state funds, uh, grant funds that we got awarded for that project. So those are really um, going to hit the 2025 debt levy. Um, so we took a look at what those uh, impacts might be on those debt repayments on those street reconstructions. So just alone, if preliminarily on the potential impacts, making some assumptions over years on our operating cost could see upwards uh, increases of, say, 11%, 19 11% in 24, potentially 19% in 25, but then dropping quite a bit down to more minor, uh, modest increases of 4 to 6% thereafter. Now, getting to the mayor's point, is can, can when we do more forecasting uh, in the future, how do we try and keep that more as a flat amount rather than and sometimes we might have these bigger projects that we have to look at, but the recon we've typically been doing these mill and overlays, but these reconstructions hit us and they're important to do. But we're taking a look at those challenges. Now we're continue to look at alternatives to bring that down. I'd also say the rate of taxes isn't going to be that big of an increase because I think um, you could see like a, I think it was around 9% increase, keeps us about at the same rate of taxes that we pay because of the value increases that we're seeing in our um, properties throughout the city. Um, but these are challenging, and uh, so we talked about that. And a lot of the costs that are driving uh, some of the cost increases that we're trying to work through are really these infrastructure improvements, um, street reconstructions to keep those surfacing. Uh, we talked too that the city's done some pretty elaborate um, planning around our streets, or try, we've 
kind of I put an index together on the conditions of our street surfaces. So the plan that we have currently in place for the capital planning that I talked about um, that we presented last night really keeps us at a similar rating of our overall street conditions. And if we don't do some of these projects, we'll see a deterioration and a lowering of that rating too. So um, we're trying to get more advanced in our in our long-term planning. Um, sometimes if I you know, seeing the numbers is a little scary, but at least then to me it's transparent and you can work with it and you're looking over multiple years. And then you can really have some good policy discussions about, okay, if we need to get this down, what are the alternatives? Um, are there ways on the operating fund we can bring it down a little bit more unlike the general fund operations that we have? Um, so we're continuing to look at that as well, uh, rolling into next week. But that was really the second piece uh, of the of the meeting mm -hmm. last night. <laughs> The uh, <clears throat> you mentioned that nineteen percent in twenty twenty five. Wow, that uh, that's a huge amount. Now, uh, Kathleen Holmes, a city councilor, mm -hmm. mentioned last night uh, made the mention that we're likely looking at some type of referendum next year about the high school. A mm -hmm. uh, good chance of that happening, and of course, that would be the school district. And that's if it goes to a referendum, we don't know what that would be yet, how much it would be, but it would not be cheap, especially if it's a new school. That's going to be mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, we are also looking at somewhere along the line, perhaps a uh, referendum on a, a new ice arena as well. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. When you're doing your planning, uh, mm -hmm. do you, do you, do you think of things like this? Is the school district part of uh, at least a small part? Does that influence the way you plan the city uh, or the way uh, your projects are looking? Because I mean, we're, we're all taxpayers. I mean, you're all taxpayers. Yep. You guys both live in town. You're both taxpayers. Yep. Man, that's a big load. And it's getting mm -hmm. bigger every year. You know, look at the referendums mm -hmm. that the school district has passed. And you look at the, uh, you know, double digits we've had in our, mm -hmm. our own, uh, you know, city budget as well. That's a lot on the taxpayers. That's a big mm -hmm. burden. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Jeff. And we are working really hard to ensure that it doesn't get worse. Right? So are you working with, uh, I mean, Absolutely. Is, is that... Uh, Absolutely. We are working with the school district, and each time the school district goes out for a levy referendum, we're standing right, right side by side, advocating that we ensure that we continue to fund our school district. It's one of our primary drivers of why people choose to locate within the city of Northfield. Our school district, though, expands way outside the city of Northfield boundary. So it's a, our school district, like most school districts, are regional. They are not. Uh, they don't stay within the city of Northfield boundary, so they can uh, capture a larger. Um, their tax burden, I would say, is spread out much further than just the city of Northfield. Our city of Northfield, uh, the taxes that we levy, are just from the people who live within the city of Northfield city limits. There is a hard line around the city, right? We don't get to tax the rural area. However. The services that we provide as a city are regional in nature. We have people coming from all around the city that are utilizing all of our infrastructure, our businesses, our library, our pools, and things like that. But the revenue that we capture is only within the city of Northfield. So we are looking uh, with the school district, how do we fund an ice arena? We're public-private partnerships along with the school district. We are looking across the board on how can we do this better. Uh, in my 15 years on the city council, we were, when we were first running, we were asked, so which facility are you going to fix first? 
the Ice Arena, City Hall, the library, or I can't remember. It seemed like there were two other ones. Well, we're steadily getting those taken care of. And yes, it, there's a cost to that, but there's also a really deep cost if you just delay all of that to future generations. And that, to me, is really irresponsible governance. It's hard. We need to find solutions that are doable for our community, but there is a really significant cost to not finding solutions on how to fund all of these things. And we are working steadily side-by-side uh, side with our school district, knowing and understanding that they need to get the high school updated, renovated. They need a solution to that, and we are in favor of that too. I would build build off what the mayor said too. You know, Dr. Hillman's at the table regularly with us. The good news on the school too is, is similar to our wastewater plant discussions, Dr. Hillman's been planning some of these capital improvements with some other major debt coming off. So we work very closely with him to talk about, you know, timing of the school improvements. I think he's also talked a lot about the high school facility needs and in looking a little bit at the city, that the city hasn't always been known for maybe taking care of things. And so he said it's been hard, but I've heard Dr. Hillman also say, uh, it, it's good to see that the city is uh, looking to take care of their facilities and put the investments uh, in those as well. Uh, the, the ice arena, he's at the table. He's seen that as a, is really a difficult project that hasn't been solved for decades and really getting close to a private-public partnership that would include the city, the school, and some private fundraising that maybe we can get some solutions. I think it's over, a, if you look at the hockey families, that they're passionate around that sport. It's over a million-dollar operating impact of those dollars that they get from the state to the school's operating funds with those families that are in our schools that, if they were gone, would impact the operational costs that we have. So we're very attuned to that and also just knowing, you know, having a broad experience of athletics and school and uh, other uh, performing arts and things like that are all important to kind of an enriching community for families. And so that's, uh, Dr. Hillman's also talked about that. The piece that we didn't really talk about too is tax-based growth. We certainly need new development in the city. Dr. Hillman's been an advocate too to say, you know, we need smart growth and uh, see some in, in new investment in our business community to grow and attract new people. So we're definitely at the table with them. Um, I would say kind of too, rolling back to where we started with some of the street projects on Maple Street as an example. Um, we, we opened up the new street project uh, here heading into the school year, fortunately, with Spring Creek right down in that, in that road. We got you know connections to the soccer fields and everyone's park that really young families appreciate. And um, Dr. Hillman's been appreciative of the city looking to find safe ways for kids to get to school. And that, I think, has been the opening of Maple Street with adding new sidewalks, uh, bike lane uh, improvements. I think it's really been warmly welcomed with the improvement when we opened that up uh, this last week. And um, so hopefully that also, I would say, we, we coordinate with him on those projects. And, uh, and safety is important as well. But kind of back to your question yeah. Yes, we work very closely with the school district, and uh, okay, to be a healthy, got, yeah, yeah. Be a healthy <laughs> community, we need all those things. Yeah, yeah let's wrap it up because uh, I have another question, and that's uh, Davin Sokop, uh, counselor, uh, also brought up the notion of you, you know, adjusting the budget and the uh, uh, the increases within the budget on a. Uh, uh, 
an increase in value for houses, tying those two together, yeah. that there might be a danger in doing yeah. that. Uh, you know, if you think back 10, 15 years ago, all of a sudden the housing mm-hmm. market went out. Um, is that something that uh, you explore? And tell mm-hmm. us about that aspect of it. I think that's a really important aspect to to bring up. Ultimately, the, the amount of... Uh, if people's uh, wages are not increasing at the same rate as what their taxes are going up, that can be problematic. And one of the things that we are doing is ensuring that we have enough workers here in our community to work at our businesses, and that includes ensuring that we've got adequate housing supply. There's This is so complex, and uh, some of these issues are, are corrective things that could be done are not necessarily within our wheelhouse to be able to correct. So if you were to just look at the service industry, uh, people that are caring for our people that live at Laura Baker Services, that's something Sandy Gerdes has been talking about for some time. The amount that they receive to be able to pay the people that care for our, uh, some of our community members in here, you can't, it's not enough to make a living on. And so it's very difficult to attract employees. So there's, there's issues here that are, are not at our local level. They're more at the state and federal level. And so we have to ensure that we're taking care of the things that we need to take care of. But we are, for sure, we're looking at all aspects of how do we handle this moving forward. And shrinking or cutting or not fixing stuff is not the right answer. Uh, lastly, let's look forward to uh, next week. You have another work session. I presume that's going to be uh, mostly uh, concerning uh, the budget and the tax levy as well as all that is due by uh, the end of the month. Can you give us a preview of the areas of the uh, budget and uh, tax levy you'll be talking about uh, in the work session? Yeah, so we, we do have a number of other items. We have two street projects that I talked about that we'll be covering, which I, it influences the, the, the budget. And then we're looking at the dam uh, reconstruction, some information related to Am- Ames Mill Dam that we've been looking at. And then the budget to last piece, Jeff. And the budget will be a continuation. We're, we're fine-tuning some of the general fund adjustments on our operating fund. So that will be the piece we'll blend back in. Uh, so last night we spent a lot of time on the debt and understanding some of that. Uh, those fixed costs are the ones that are coming so that we come back with the operating pieces to kind of be able to see it holistically leading into that uh, end of uh, September meeting. So that's kind of what to expect. Uh, the next meeting, I'm guessing, we'll have a solid three hours probably at least of the uh, of the uh, work session next week. Uh, but important work, uh, challenging but important. Is that going to be back in council chambers, or do you know where that will be yet? Yeah, work gets tricky sometimes where we close down the uh, – the regular meeting then going to work session it mm-hmm. can be a smoother transition just to move to a separate room versus setting tables up but for this one we'll be back in the council chambers it'll all be recorded and we'll be around the table all right sounds good thank you so much for coming in today much appreciated enjoy defeat days i'm sure uh, i don't know if you guys are involved in anything but or oh, no. how much you're involved but i'm sure you'll be out and about <laughs> of around of course we will be <laughs> out and about and around we're yes. excited about the townie reception the the city ended up sponsoring through our partnership with the Northfield Historical Society the anniversary exhibit that's happening Thursday night. So hope people check that out. And um, we like to support the Historical Society. I think the council understands the importance of the defeat of Jesse James Day, what it draws for people to our community and helps put us on the map. And the Historical Society is a, an important piece of that, uh, mm-hmm. both in their building and in their kind of record-keeping digital forms of our, of our city history. 
And you're not just saying that because Sean's sitting right there. Oh, right? really? <laughs> Even <Yes>. better. <laughs> He's in the other room. There Sean, uh, nice. Yeah, Sean's been, uh, Sean Allen's been great. Uh, you know, he served on our council for a little bit of time, and uh, he's really a mover and shaker. He's got a strong mm-hmm. vision for the historical society. So uh, we like to tie ourselves to people with getting things done. All right. Thank you so much for coming in. Appreciate it. Yes. Right. Thank you. That is uh, Northfield Mayor Rhonda Pownell and City Administrator Ben Marting.